I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of the Wall Street Journal. Zoolander 2 is a dud glitter bomb. Some movies keep you in a state of suspense. This sequel eventually leaves you in a state of suspended animation with eyes glazed over and brain in deep sleep mode. Ben Stiller's back as Derek Zoolander, the purse-lipped, squint-eyed male model who makes an art of self-involvement even though he has no self to speak of. But the film has no plot to speak of, so it opts for celebrity cameos separated by semblances of a story that could have been churned out by Hal, the computer in 2001 A Space Odyssey, during the machine's final descent into incoherence. Spotting celebrities can be a game worth playing, up to a point. In the original Zoolander, the first of many cameo appearances was turned in by no less an omnipresence than Donald Trump, who told an interviewer, look, without Derek Zoolander, male modeling wouldn't be what it is today. Now, more than 14 years later, it's fun for a while to watch and wonder. Was that Willie Nelson? Yes. Benedict Cumberbatch? Yes. Mark Jacobs? Yes, together with an orange mocha frappuccino. Sting? Yes, that's why it said Sting on the screen. Anna Wintour? Yes, and her one-line performance suggests strongly that she should stay with Condé Nast. Bill Clinton? No, he can't be everywhere. Neil deGrasse Tyson, yes, people still show up when Hollywood beckons. Justin Bieber shows up, too, although his appearance in the opening sequence qualifies less as a cameo than as the loosely wound mainspring of a narrative, which involves the mysterious deaths of top pop and rock stars, including Justin Bieber and Bruce Springsteen, and brings Derek out of his self-imposed retirement in the snowy alpine vastness of what we're told is extreme northern New Jersey. Most of the action plays out in Rome. That's where Derek, once the toast of the fashion world, discovers that he's out of fashion. It's where he finds his long-lost son and rejects the poor kid because he's fat, where he encounters yet again his runway rival Hansel, that's Owen Wilson, and his nemesis Will Ferrell's Mugatu, and where Penelope Cruz, as an Interpol cop on the fashion beat, manages to lift the movie's leaden spirit with her bright smile and charmingly out-of-context sincerity. When Zoolander opened in 2001, only 17 days had passed since September 11th, and the nation wasn't ready for silly nonsense. Gradually, though, the movie found its audience because its nonsense was sweet-spirited, unpretentious, and genuinely fresh. Zoolander 2 will find an audience, too, but that doesn't make the spectacle any less dispiriting or deafening, since the dim-bulb dialogue, as well as the herky-jerky action, is accompanied by a mock-momentous score that operates at a steady three-digit decibel level. For the record, Ben Stiller directed from a script he wrote with Justin Theroux, Nicholas Stoller, and John Hamburg. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.